Fuck yeah. And we're on and popping. Welcome to 2021. Is that actually recording? This? Yeah. Probably. We'll find out at some point, Zoe. Sometimes doing a podcast, <laughs> you have to be as natural as possible. And if, if if that means not knowing if the mics are on until two, three days later, mm. that's, that's it. That's it. That's the magic. That's, That's why people get awards. You think Joe Rogan ever knows if he's really recording or not? No, but I think Joe Rogan has like a whole team that actually makes sure that all that's happening. We could hire someone after everyone gets chipped up. I don't think so. Who Ish. makes sure that we hit the record button. Chipped up, huh? <laughs> Dude, if eating a microchip that meant I was controlled by the government for the rest of my life, meant that I could live my life like I did in 2019, guess what? <laughs> I'm there for it. I'm part robot. I like it. Um, I'm just kidding. I hope that all of you, I hope that this finds you well. And chipped up. I hope you're getting chipped up. Um, and I mean it. And uh, I hope that you're doing well, Zoya, as well. I'm doing better, that's for sure. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. So I couldn't help but notice, oh. welcome to the show by the way. Thank you. That you were hungover as fuck the other night, Zoe? Yes, 100%. And where do you get off thinking <laughs> that you could be so reckless and irresponsible? I, you know what? I don't, I guess after drink number two, everything is just done after that it uh -huh. doesn't matter no decision is a good decision after that for me explain how hangovers are different in your teens late teens early 20s you don't have to one. your um fuck off to when you're <laughs> i used to be able to i was resilient you know like mm -hmm. you didn't even have to think about it you didn't have to worry how bad you were going to feel because it was like non-existent in your like teens into your early twenties. Non-existent in your teens for sure. That's your body as a teen. Yeah. Hey, you might have a hangover for a couple hours, maybe. If that. And then twenties, you, you start getting into the like mid to late twenties. It's like, I'm never drinking again. This sucks. Yeah. But you have a bacon, egg and cheese. You're good to go. Or you go to Denny's and you choke that down. You pretend it's fine. Yeah. And like you said, fine. Mm -hmm. But how did you have any like uh, go-to hangover remedies in your 20s that you know wouldn't work um, in um, now that you're... Uh... Well, bacon, egg, and cheese definitely didn't work. <laughs> definitely didn't work. <laughs> 17 cups of coffee. Uh-huh. Didn't work. And a Gatorade. Mm. Well, it's like the Gatorade. You have 17 cups of coffee and that dehydrates the fuck out of you, right? Yeah. And then you have one Gatorade and you're almost back yeah, but to like, level. But yeah. you're still behind the eight ball. As it were. Right. And then I had what? Five bottles of water. Five like big, like the red jugs that we have. Yeah. I was hurting bad. Well, Zoe, I don't, I think... I'm trying to see, like, if you were in my position, <laughs> what you would be calling me during this show. And I have a word in mind, okay. and I'm not going to say it to you, but I think with my eyes. Oh, I was a total <laughs> pussy. 
hundred percent. But I feel like I did pretty good. Like I didn't really complain too much. And you weren't throwing up. You weren't no. like, uh, you know, you weren't like blanket over the head. No one talked to me. No, I did take a hearty nap though. Yes. As you yeah. should. As yes. everyone should. Yes. Mm. I, um. All the people who stormed the Capitol, take a nap. Yes. <laughs> you know, go outside and experience all of that and maybe have some meaningful relationships and stuff like that. And mm. then take a nap mm-hmm. and just kind of see if that gets anything out of your system. I mean, I was even hungover yesterday. Uh-huh. I was hungover for two days. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. So I wake up. So Saturday night, let's, let's set the, let's set the tone. Uh-huh. My best friend and her husband, uh, we used to have date nights, right? Me and her husband used to have date nights yeah, and we yeah. would go, uh, on Friday nights or Saturday nights and we would go and get dinner most of the time, Mary was picking us up from wherever we were, uh, because a lot of the time we would just walk from their house to like a, a restaurant nearby. TGI Fridays. Yes. No, but yes. Duchess. Um, and then we would, you know, tie one on, he and I, you yeah. know, it was so much fun. We'd have dinner and then we'd go back to their house and then we would decide to have martinis. Well, we decided that this we is were like going to have- were how a- old? When you were like 38. (laughs) (laughs) I was 22, 23, 24, 25. So you're different. Um, And um, still young enough to not want to kill myself in the morning, right? Yes. But poor Bill. Bill's 15 years older than we are. He would want to kill himself in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) So he was putting himself in a terrible position. Mm Mm-hmm. So you guys because we loved each other and we used to have we used to have so much fun together, right? Yeah. So um, I was texting with him earlier last week, and I was like, you know, I miss you guys so much. You know, can we have a martini night? So we decided we planned the date for Saturday night, and we we had all the fixins, right? Same stuff, same everything, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and made the same way dirty martinis you know vodka we had some titos sprinkling dirt from as we all know zoya's childhood yes loves dirt so sometimes it gives the martini a little extra kick um and uh (laughs) we decided to have two three too many drinks (laughs) Mm -hmm. and i woke up the next day and i felt okay when i first woke up yeah that's how i get you but as the day progressed it was like worse and worse. And then I went to sleep in the middle of the day and just trying to like, you know, get myself together. Yeah. Which was not easy. Yeah. And then went to sleep the night before last, woke up at 1.30, which I thought I had slept all night long, which I definitely didn't. Mm-hmm. It's 1.30 in the morning. And I have acid reflux. Fun. No. <laughs> It's the fucking worst. Everything you're saying sounds very old. I am. Yeah. I'm closer to 40 than I'd like to admit. Hell yeah. You're going to be a fun 40-year-old lady. You're not there yet also. So close. Don't rush out of your 30s, Zoe. I got two years and two and a half months. I love when you go online and you go on uh, like Instagram Mm -hmm. and some of our younger friends are like, fuck, I'm almost 30. Dude, you don't even know. Depending on what you do with your life, <laughs> 30s are so good. 30s are 30 was 30 
was a, a rough year because that was the first year we moved here. Uh, yeah. Um, for but that's me, also very specific giant yeah. life change for me. Yeah. I'm talking, speaking in generalities. If we want to take the mean median and mode out of our, all of our expense, uh, all of our experiences from our thirties, I think for the most part, I would say, I'm not going to speak for anyone else on it mm-hmm. that, I'm having a fucking great time. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> my 30s have been really, really great. I, uh, I'm i sad that they're almost over. <laughs> Dude, you did it again instantly. Uh, but Went right back to it. Yeah. But honestly, like I've had, we've had a really good, we've had good 30s. Every year of my goddamn life is great. Yeah. And I think we have a great life together. Mm-hmm. Even when terrible shit happens. Like yeah. when all my kidney stuff was happening. It's the goddamn worst while it's happening. Oh, 100%. But then it's over. And yeah. then you're back to your regular life, which is whatever you make it. Right. And we've uh, made our lives pretty good, mm-hmm. I think, because we look out for each other. Yeah. And it's, uh, I don't know, you just have a lot of life experience and it's fun. You ever do fun things? Sometimes. Talk about it in the comments. Yeah. Dude, there was this... Uh, uh, this conversation reminds me, you've been watching like a lot of reels lately. Uh. Zoya has discovered reels <laughs> and I'm never, you should never download TikTok. No. Cause I, you would just be on I it. can't. Yeah. And they have this weird algorithm where it like learns what you like and then everything you swipe on is like better than the last uh-huh. thing. And so you could just fall into the gap all day, uh-huh. you know, come out with a performance fleece. Yes. <laughs> and uh, all I hear is like the most annoying part of sitting next to someone <laughs> who just got into watching these tiny videos over and over again is hearing that f- fucking white flag song over <laughs> and over and over again. Yeah. And that's a beautiful song. Uh-huh. And I love the music. Uh-huh. And it's very beautiful. Everyone for the past seven years has had that as, as their wedding song. Whatever. Whatever. Uh-huh. That's fine. But it really does. There's this arc that happens (laughs) i didn't know which one it was yeah that you're no matter if you like the song or not when you first hear it you could hear it a certain amount of times where it becomes your favorite song Uh just it's like yeah pavlovian whatever it's called and then mm, we start to take a little downturn yeah and then every exposure to the song after that you hate it a lee more and a lee more and a lee more and i think i went through that whole that usually takes months or years weeks sometimes Mm -hmm. i went through that whole arc uh within mm, 12 hours yeah because of how many different tiktoks i'm so sorry and reels feature that song yeah at one point mike's like what what is that yes i understand the the meme doubt part of all of that Mm -hmm. and a lot of tiktoks and uh reels and short video clips like that are kind of based off of the, Hey, it's a little like that, but different. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I get that and I get the enjoyment in that. It's like a, you take something familiar that everyone gets. It's like when people participate in a meme, it could be funny if you use it right. Mm -hmm. Or it could very easily be be like, Oh, this is just an overused joke over and over again. Yeah. And, uh, I get it played out. Yeah. 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 And it's like, where's the line? Mm-hmm. When does it, when is it played out? And when is it a good application of 
what it is. Yeah. It's very interesting to, to watch because I was very hesitant to join any of that. Cause I like a little bit of a longer form thing that takes, um, so I'm not putting anything down, but I, I just like a longer form thing that kind of, you could sit down and relax or whatever. And I start thinking about all the people who make these really popular, like very short videos. And, uh, I'm always very interested to see what they do next to try to like build out and maintain an audience. Mm -hmm. Cause it's so easy. You're watching these things and you don't know shit about 99.9% .9 of the people mm -hmm. who are making the things. Right. And you see them for five seconds and you're like, oh, you did a variation on something else that I thought was funny. That's funny. And either you follow that person or you don't. Nine times out of 10, you you don't. Right. And then it's just like 15 seconds and then on to the next, 15 seconds on to the next. Yeah. And it's very interesting. It's easy to fall into like a rabbit hole of that. Yeah. Because they're only like... 15 minute or 15 second clips of whatever. Yeah. So it's easy to just kind of be like, oh yeah. One of my hangups creatively with that whole thing was that like, you know, when they put the text on the screen uh -huh. and they point to it and it looks shitty, you know, I, I just hate that because I've seen so many people do it. Yeah. Um, but that's just me, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, I, I'm like, you can make that look so much better with a, a little bit more effort, mm -hmm. but maybe that's not the, the thing Yeah. because of the way that people consume it. Like right. 10 seconds on this, 15 seconds on this, who wants to spend a day and a half? This is my whole thought. It's like, who wants to spend a day and a half on something that a bunch of people will be flicking through for 15 seconds for like, you know, one, you deliver one joke and you're out. Yeah. But then I think... Everything we've seen, Vines started as one thing and then got like unbelievably creative. Mm -hmm. And I've seen some unbelievably creative like reels and TikToks. Mm -hmm. And I think that those people, the kind of people who want to put that kind of effort into it, once everything becomes like kind of flattened out, plateau, everything looks the same, then you start to stand out because of the amount of effort that you put in. Right. It's like there are people who do like IGTV and stuff just with their phone camera. And that looks fine. And the quality of phone cameras is, you know, going up and up and up. And then there are people who will take a DSLR and hold it vertically to get like the most pristine picture possible. Mm -hmm. And when you see those, it's like jarringly different to these people who just did the self timer and whatever. Right. So it's just fun to see the people who take it and run with it and, and put the most effort into it. Yeah. I like seeing, th even if it's not my favorite type of thing, Right. I like seeing things that people put a lot of effort into. I know. Um, but the, the reels have gotten ridiculous because they get sent to you. They get sent to friends, mm -hmm. my family. Yeah. Listen, it's, taking it's... all the artistic stuff out of it. If you send me a video mm -hmm. of a small dog riding in a baby Bjorn on a <laughs> bike with their owner and the dog is wearing goggles and pedaling like he's in the water... I'm going to watch it yeah. a couple times. Yeah. I don't and care how many sad songs are behind it. What are the words? I don't know any of the words. I've heard the song 10,000 times. 
That's another thing. I've been all of these songs, these like potentially beautiful pop hit songs. I know 15 seconds. Yeah, of. because you turn it off at, at some point because you're not even watching it for the for the whatever it's the music is playing in the background. Does any song that's come out in the past five years have a second verse? Who knows? Who knows? You only know those that whenever you're ready. <laughs> Does any Dua Lipa song have a second verse? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'll take your word for yes. it. Because you guys have that connection. Yes. Um. Wow. Zoe, what? I have to say, I still feel a little hungover. <laughs> it's day three, day guys. Day six? Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any remedies now? What is the remedy when you're, you know? Time. Time. <laughs> Fucking time. Maybe by the time you're 50. That's Maybe. <laughs> Fuck, Zoe. Well, thank you for joining me despite your um your situation. Yeah, sorry. Uh, this is late too, guys. I we've I, yesterday was just kind of like a yesterday day. was a shitty day. Yeah, yesterday was weird. Um, I woke up to a uh, I woke up. I started looking through Instagram as we do. Mm-hmm. What a themed episode so far yeah. about having your nose in your phone at mm-hmm. the tail end of a pandemic. Yeah. What else are you going to do? Jog? Eat a dick. <laughs> so um, I started looking on Instagram and I think I saw a post from Adam Ray that was talking about the passing of, uh, of Jeff Scott. And Jeff Scott was the house piano player for the, um, the comedy store for the past like 25, 26 years. And this dude would, you know, he was stationed in the original room to the right of the stage and he had his keyboard and he would do the the house announcements and he would, you know, um, alert the comics to like their cue. The light to when you have to get off the stage is right above his head. It's a neon sign. It's a star. So, you know, potluck people know him. Um, all the established comics know him because he's always been there. He's an amazing performer. He's like written musicals. He used to be, you know, come with these elaborate costumes every Halloween to the comedy store, like elaborate, like fucking, uh, special effects, makeup and like all That's this fun. shit. Yeah. Just the coolest dude. Um, very gay, uh, lived with, um, uh, I think he had AIDS his entire life. And he passed away in his, I think he was in his late fifties when he passed away. But you would come into the comedy store and automatically it's like, it's unlike any other comedy club I've ever been in. It has its own thing, you Mm -hmm. know? And um, there's a whole ambiance that just makes you feel like, you know, anything could happen. You're here for a show. It's like this weird adult puppet show (laughs) type vibe. And then Jeff would be in the corner, usually playing like a very like ragtime type whatever and it just set the ambiance to like you know this art form the stand-up art form is very simple it's just the person with their own personality and worldviews mm. talking into something that makes the voice louder to make a room full of people laugh right and the old-timey type ragtime music i think really um set the vibe and like painted the atmosphere in a way that like I'm just going to see this fucking like, you know, art form tale as old as time thing. And we're all just kind of, it's a very like 
human connection thing where we're gathering around, we're listening to somebody else's stories and we're having this shared experience. Mm -hmm. And that whole environment is going to be forever changed because he's, you know, he's, uh, he's not there anymore. And it was very shocking. He's very active on Facebook and Mm -hmm. like, we'll always tell you what he thinks and loved comedy so much, loved comedians. Um, you know, if you got on his bad side, it was very bad. Yeah. He used to, I think last time we spoke, he was telling me, uh, about how he used to fuck with people who would, cause there were like, I think there's one row in front of him mm-hmm. of people, maybe two chairs, two or three chairs in front of him. And then the stage, you know, and everything is like, everyone's on top of each other in that mm-hmm. room. And he was just telling me about how he would fuck with people who would come in and like, you know, they'd get situated in their chair and they'd bump his, his shit and his keyboard or his mic would fall over whatever. And he would fuck with those people a lot when they would get drunk and spill their shit or, you know, laugh obnoxiously and bump in his shit. He would, you know, fuck with those people. That's always fun. He was the best man. He would play with the comedians and he just loved being around it. And he was so um, such a huge part of it. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm speaking as not a member of the, you know, uh, comedy store family, but as someone who's been around that place a lot and has seen a lot of people, even in our short time here, like the past seven years or whatever, seen a lot of people come and go. Mm-hmm. He was really like, to me, as big of a part of that place as like the fucking, you know, the neon lights that you go to there to see or the name on the wall. Um, I think he was like the first non-comic with his name on the wall or something like that. That's cool. And um, uh, everyone's just going to miss him yeah. a lot because he was the goddamn best. Knew all the stories, knew all the ghost stories, knew yeah. so much about um, when the club was Ciro's. Mm-hmm. It was like that mob hangout, mm-hmm. um, you know, super, he has his own little, uh, he had so much comedy store and Ciro's memorabilia at his place that, you know, they could take all that stuff and make like a little mini museum yeah. out of it. I'm sure they'll do something like that, but just like a fucking well of information about that whole place yeah. and everyone's going to miss him very much. I think his name is um, Jeff Scott Entertainer on Instagram. And there's so many clips you can go back of him playing piano. And, you know, I know nothing about the piano, but yeah. his hands would move so like, it's like watching like a Muppet yeah. play the piano. And it, like seemingly he's just hitting stuff and he's all fucking over the place. But there's this like amazing complicated ragtime stuff. And, um, you know. I miss all these like very specific, seemingly mundane atmospheric things about being in the clubs. Yeah. And as a comedian that maybe wouldn't have a show, you know, either you have a late night spot at in the belly room or something. Mm -hmm. So you're just kind of hanging around until it happens. Yeah. Or you finished your set somewhere else and you come to the comedy store just to finish your night or hang out. Mm Mm-hmm. And normally what I would do is I would walk in and say hi to the door person and just kind of see who was in all the rooms. And by the end of 2019, it's like you couldn't even hang out in the main room, which is the biggest room. The original room, it was impossible to hang out in until late, late at night when the chairs start emptying out. Because you could pay for a ticket for the late night show. 
and the room would turn over and then the later show you could just stay there until like two o'clock in the morning yeah but going in there, saying hi to the door person, and just hearing, you know, one person comes off stage and asks Jeff, like, hey, who's up next? And Jeff will tell him who's up next. And they'll be like, oh, you'll, you'll love this next guy. And all the comics introduce each other and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then they play the the ragtime music. Yeah. Or if somebody had a really good set, they would he would play the Star Wars music. Yeah. And hearing that, totally different amazing stand-up show experience happening to your left and you walk down the hallway and then it's happening right in front of you in the main room and then you walk up the stairs and there's a completely different experience happening in the belly room and that was just happening every night yeah for a few years yeah and it's crazy to think how it's never going to be the same because of an absence of a couple key people and uh there's so much hungry younger talent and people ready to kind of like carry the baton and like so hungry to do it because we haven't been able to do it for so long. Right. But I have no doubt that it's like, you know, you used to be able to go there and everybody on the lineup had like sold out theaters or arenas across the country. Yeah. And now everyone's like gone. Yeah. A lot of people. (laughs) Yeah. But there's this whole group of comics coming up. Who's like ready to do that next. Right. And I just can't, wait to see what happens but jeff's um absence is gonna leave a huge hole yeah but he trained people to be like you know his replacement Mm -hmm. and stuff like that so just very exciting to see what happens and everyone's gonna miss jeff so much and um he really would the comedy store is an incredibly intimidating place for a new comedian who's not in with who you have to be in with right to be in there right incredibly unwelcoming especially if you disrespect the place right in one way or another knowingly or not Mm -hmm. but if you're cool with everyone jeff you know always had a story to tell you and he he was always smiling and he would always uh i don't take a couple minutes if if he had it to you know smoke out back with you and, and talk with you and right um just a lot of things I, I miss about that place. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's the end of my yeah. talk about it. So go look them up and uh, go look up, go to the comedy store, go to the comedy store Instagram. And by the end of it, the dude, um, Brenton Biddlecombe is a great comedian and he really, really got all the social media stuff off the ground and, um, you know, took more chances and did more with, uh, with all their Instagram and their online presence. And he did a fucking great job and he built that whole shit up, you Mm -hmm. know, and they were doing these things towards the end where they would just walk through the club and it's exactly what I'm talking about. And without being there, you can get an experience for, uh, or get a taste of the experience that I was just talking about. And if you have any interest in comedy, I would recommend doing that very much Yeah, and leave a comment and, um, thank Brenton for doing all that. And you can, you know, listen to Jeff play down the hall and get a sense of the environment there. Yeah. But yeah, that's that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, But going back to, you know, yesterday was a weird day and waking up to that news and, you know, just, I don't know, yesterday just felt blah, Mm -hmm. you know? We're both kind of off. Yeah. Why the hell are we off? Yeah. Like, oh, the day started shitty. Yeah. 
Yeah. But every day is new, yeah. you know? I feel so much better today. I mean, Good. minus the tiny hangover left over. Well, there's starting to be a different, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel starting to hit different. Yeah. Obviously, there's, there's always going to be shit going on. There's mm. always going to be stupid people doing stupid shit. Yeah. So get used to it. Forever there's going to be stupid people doing stupid shit. But, you know, hearing about more and more people getting vaccinated, hearing about how, you know, Dodger Stadium and Padre Stadium is going to be turned into a mass um, vaccination. Disneyland too. Is it? Yeah. Well, yeah, some kind of joke about it being a small world. Yeah. <laughs> uh and, you know, a friend of ours is like planning her trip to come out here yeah. and see us possibly. And it just feels so much different than when it started. And that feels good. And that fills me with hope. Yeah. I think it's crazy. You know, like I was talking to my sister and she's, she has scheduled her first, um, her first vaccination. We have friends of ours that are getting their second one. Um, you know, it's interesting to see, you know, Jamie, my business partner, she uh, is uh, doing a test trial with um, Novavax. So it's like, it's interesting to see like what, what's happening, you know? Yeah. And uh, this morning I, I woke up to... Uh, a quick video of people getting arrested from uh, Capitol Hill off of flights and in airports. What makes you think, What in what universe do you live in where you think you could storm the Capitol of the United States of America and then get on a flight like you just went to Hershey, Pennsylvania or some shit like that? <laughs> And get on the flight and everything's going to be fine. Yeah. You took pictures of yourself acting against the United States of America. Yeah. And that's what like, you really got to think about. I mean, I I know we're kind of talking into an echo chamber right Mm -hmm. now and this isn't a politics podcast, but it's like, if you want to align yourself with that shit, take a look at the people around you and be like, is this me? Yeah. Is this that guy with the horns? Is that me? Yeah. Is that what I, is that like the personification of what I believe in? Mm-hmm. Or is that different? And don't be afraid to be like, you don't have to be part of a group. You're never going to find fucking self-acceptance in a group. Right. Because self-acceptance is something you, you, I mean, like self-acceptance. Yeah. You have to do whatever kind of work, like a team or a group could help you feel better about yourself sure. by doing positive things or negative things. Mm-hmm. Regardless, you're with a group. Right. You know? Right. It's like who hasn't been part of a kid group and thrown a rock at a window mm-hmm. or whatever when you're a kid. Right. When you're 13, you don't get tried as an adult. Right. Or you're not you're breaking windows at the Capitol right. building of the United right, States right. of America. And like that can make you feel more whole. But really accepting yourself to the point where nothing anyone else says, as long as you know that you're a good person, it doesn't have an effect on you because you're living your life in such a way right. where like you're happy with the kind of person that you mm-hmm, are, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, you can't be mad about not being able to find something if you're looking in a place where it isn't. 
Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's so much self-reflection that needs to happen in one's life. And it's always so easy to kind of like point the finger and, you know, well, well, you, you, you don't like this about, uh, about whatever, you know, or about me or about what, you know, at some point, when do you take a look in the mirror and is like, oh my God. And all those things, it's all deflection, right? You know, it's like being a part of a a group that's maybe tied up in the wrong shit or believing somebody else's lies just because Mm -hmm they they give off a thing like they have it all together when they don't mm-hmm. it's all like delaying you looking inside yourself and figuring out mm-hmm. what you need or what's mm-hmm. missing you know i've had um i have had a couple of like friends or or uh and or clients um that always have a like a problem right and it's always you know this person that person blah 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 and i said this and they and they got mad at this and I don't know why I, I have no friends left. I have not that. Uh, and my advice always to them is I'm like, when was the last time you took a long, hard look in the mirror? Yeah. You know? Yeah. When was the last time that you stopped blaming people, other people for maybe what your actions are? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, uh, all of those people are fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. Well, they did a really stupid thing. No, they did it. And they took pictures of themselves doing a stupid thing. Yeah. And then they tried to leave. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Dude, it's not like... That reminds me of when I was like 20. And I'm not proud of this, but we used to go party in rich people's houses. Uh Uh-huh. And take stuff. Yeah. Because it was funny. Yeah. And it was kind of like, why would you let us party in here? What's wrong with you? Yeah. We're all so stupid. And this is such a beautiful house. Yeah. You act like I'm not going to like take one of your hand towels. (laughs) You know. Your mom's crystal ashtray. (laughs) I never took anything really expensive, but I would take stuff to be like, remember for these idiots. (laughs) And I know that all of the, like partying in like, um, uh, where's like Massac? Like that whole Oh, and uh. Uh, like Monroe. Yeah. There would be parties that we would get um, invited to in like rich people's houses. In the woods. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> and then we'd be like, we got to get out of here because this is going to get bad. Yeah. And then the people who invited us to the party the next day would be like, yeah, good thing you guys left because the cops came like 20 yeah, no minutes shit. later just emptying people's pockets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's what it reminded me of. I'm like, none of these people know about when you're inside. And everyone's fucking bored and weird and inside. Mm-hmm. So you're just on the internet looking up things and you could find confirmation bias mm-hmm. with everything you could ever possibly want to look up mm-hmm. on the internet. Yeah. You know, there's the truth. And then you could find some articles supporting whatever you think about anything. Doesn't right. mean it's right. Right. You know, and when you live a certain life kind of free of consequence, you go do shit like that and you don't even think about the consequence because you've never had to deal with any kind of consequence. Right. And then you do, and you're like aghast. Whoa. Like, how dare you put me in handcuffs? Yeah. All I did was storm the capital of the United States. It was a revolution. Yeah, sorry, but it I'm wasn't. Sorry. And you have an yeah. onion in your towel. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, look around. This is the last thing I'll say about it, man. Look around and then look at yourself. 
and be like, do I have an onion in my towel or am I different yeah. than the woman who has an onion in her towel? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yes, I do know. We talked about a lot of stuff right there. Yeah. Anyway, Zoe kind of looks like Baroness from the G.I. <laughs> Joe's cartoon. Yeah. With those That's glasses and your hair. Thank you. And it was always a familiar look. I was like, what do you, who you look like? Mm-hmm. And it's that. Who brought to that to a, your attention? Me. Oh, okay. My memory. My yeah. cool memory. Yeah. I was like, I literally Googled, who is that woman from G.I. Joe? Yeah. And since there are maybe two in the entire series, that you're that sexist. Woman. No? I mean, it's G.I. Joe. It's yeah, not G.I. Janet. Am I right? It would be G.I. Josephine. But sure. <laughs> G.I. Josephine's pretty good. Yeah. G.I. Joanne. Yeah. <laughs> and then G.I. Jane came out. Mm-hmm. And then everything was different after Yeah. That. Demi Moore. Yeah. Demi Moore was very important to uh, everyone who grew up in the 90s. Yeah. Like people used to tell me that I look like her. Her and Winnie from The Wonder Years. Ricky Lake I used to get a lot. Hmm. Fuck. I know. I I could see all those yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. Ricky Lake could be Albanian. Yeah. What kind of last name is Lake? Uh, Maybe the most English last name. Probably. Huh. Yeah. Things I haven't thought about in a long, long time. Things that make you go, hmm. Uh, Zoe, we got a couple questions, but before that, do you want a Dory sponsors? Do you have any sponsors to Dory? I do. If you would like to sponsor this podcast and let's hit the music, um, you could do so. Uh, through the magic of patreon.com mm-hmm. it's patreon is a virtual tipping and rewards website if you listen to this show if it's something that you look forward to every week and you maybe don't feel like buying a t-shirt at wtop.clothing or something like that that's fine if you like t-shirts we got them if you don't like t-shirts you can support the show in other ways right hit up patreon and you get a bunch of perks yeah when you sign up with us yes you can get your name read on the podcast That'll happen a little bit later. You can advertise stuff on the podcast. You can get full video episodes of the podcast. And, uh, yes. I like this new jam that you've, you've done. Thank you. New year, new jam. Yeah, I like it. Um, so Jacob Dent wants to plug his YouTube channel. Go ahead, uh, Jacob. It's Boy Meets Beans and All About (laughs) Coffee. I drink it, the good, the bad, and I talk about it. Some coffee people can be really annoying, so I want to try and make it as I want. I want to try and make it accessible while having a good time. Let me tell you what I'm trying to make it. There's even a painted heroin that I fight with on my wall. A what? Heroin? Is that a bird? Heroin? Heroin? Painted hero? Oh, like a lady superhero? Or heroin? Heroin, not heroin. heroin. Hero N. So are you a bad guy? The most uh, (laughs) recent two videos are ones I edited myself, so I'd love to get feedback and criticism for them. This year, I want to get more in the habit of creating things, and this is just the start. I also hope that your 2021 is off to an okay note. That's right. No matter how dark a day is, love and kindness wins out in the end. Goddamn right. And this little community is just so full of it. That's what I forgot is all the members of the YouTube get to be part of the Discord community, which is really and truly a magical place. 
What he means is all the people uh, part of the Patreon get to be part of the Discord community. What did I say? You said YouTube. Oh, that's what I meant. All the yeah. people, all the Patreon people. Sorry, yeah. Zoe. That's Sorry, okay. I'm not perfect. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's okay. <sighs> it's all right. We're no one's perfect. We all have our our faults. Unless you're me, but then you know. Uh, we still have questions. Over him, no, yeah, yeah. All right, sorry. Um, you know what the worst part about being older, hungover, is that you have shaky guts. Shaky guts. Shaky Do you have guts. shaky guts right now? Uh, kind of. Oh. I had them pretty bad yet the day before yesterday and yesterday, but. You sure it's not just because this fucking table is like the fucking right. Swiss Family Robinson so raft? We also ride? have uh, questions, um, which you can ask on the Discord, and we have a little welcome to our podcast app, and yep. this is where they all come, and that's thanks to Jesse Stillwell for setting all of this up. He actually made this app. Thank you, Jesse. Yeah. Also, if you're not part of the Discord, you could always still ask questions through our Twitter, which is at WelcomePod, mm-hmm. or our Instagram DMs are open. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and welcome to our podcast, but yeah. it's all separated by underscores. Uh, asked by Luke Kent Bodine the first. Hi, Luke. Lucas. Sorry, I said Luke. Pardon? We call him Luke Robinson. Uh, if you were a noodle, what shape would you be? Noodle shaped. Ziti. Oh, yeah. Ziti. Yeah. Ziti fells though. It's pretty good. <laughs> Just, right? Somebody is going to call you Ziti at some point. Mm-hmm. And they would if you look more Italian. Um, <laughs> fuck. I, I really like those long, like on top of lasagna. <laughs> no, I'd want to be a ravioli. Yeah. I want to be filled with cheese, maybe a little spinach. We have some of those. In the it's not my favorite type of pasta. It's just the shape that I would be, mm-hmm. I think. What's your favorite type of pasta? Uh, ziti or penne or... Raviol. Raviol. Ravrol. I'm an angel hair boy. There's something about angel hair, a little bit of oil, and grated... Um, Parmesan. Parmesan. Yeah. And then you'd fucking throw some just uh, red pepper flakes. Red pepper flakes, yes. A little Zoe. bit of garlic. Yaz, queen. Yeah. Zoe. Mike really loves broccoli garlic. Broccoli's nice. Yeah. Uh, peas. Grilled p- peas. Chicken. Chicken. Grilled peas. Yes. <laughs> and chicken peas and quiet. Or, uh, some ground turkey. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Even without a, the sauce. I like to have a, the red sauce to gravy. My family never called it gravy, but I feel obligated. Um, <laughs> that's has become like a little heavier to me uh-huh. in my older yeah. age. Very anti-Italian thing to say. Yeah. But I like when I have the sauce on it and everything, it feels like a treat. Yeah, your mom's but sauce like, is so good. Daily, thank you, daily family secret. Like vi- lunch, mm-hmm. I could do like just oil or just uh, plain with the chefs. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Of, a little bit of butter. 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 A little bit of bars. My grandmother calls it butter. Bar. In butter. <laughs> non, I, I keep, I keep butter. <laughs> I, I done, I done butter. Po, po. Yeah. yeah. Hide it, hide it. Uh, Jacob uh, Baldente. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, says, what's your favorite BPM on your music machine? 170s. I'm a fan of the 170s. I'm going to say 160s. Dude, there was a point in my career, I think it was with the between the album, the album between the airport and Lordship, me and my friend Casey, who produced that album, was like, we have to change this up a little bit because these songs are all same BPM. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was right. And they yeah. were all around. The same. This. Yeah, like 175-ish. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anna Vallis says. Hi, Anna. This is a thank you rather than a question. Okay. Well, wrong section. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> thank you for being a bright spot in my life and for giving me a place to escape during 2020. Of course, dog. It's today is today is January 11th, which was yesterday. So I apologize that this is late. This is uh, today, January 11th, is one year since my mom passed, mm -hmm. and I'm so grateful to have a memory of going to your Nashville show in, no in November of 2018 with her. I remember. I'll never forget that. Your mom was fun to talk to. She was still a little wonky from her illness, and yet she really enjoyed herself. Both of you were kind and welcoming, a lovely cherry on top of a much-needed comedy show for us. Thank you for all you do. Much love, Anna. I remember asking something about you know, I probably was making fun of someone for being young or something. That's mm -hmm. a running theme. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, I don't know. There was some kind of age. I asked her her age or something like that. And she was so proud to be there with her daughter. Mm -hmm. And she was obviously, you know, much older than most of the people in the crowd. Mm -hmm. But she was right in the middle of it. And they were like pretty close to the front. And she was so fucking happy to be there. And it was, uh, it was just nice. It's always nice to make uh um, an eclectic group of people laugh like mm -hmm. older, younger people laughing at the same shit, mm -hmm. different, um, all different people from all different ethnic backgrounds laughing at the same jokes. Yeah. It's the best. Yeah. That is, it's, it's something so interesting to, um, to sit and watch and, and see it kind of like evolve. Right. Like I've been to so many shows. I've been to like so many, I've traveled so many places with you, which I cannot, I cannot wait to do again. I mm. mean, I think, I think yesterday I was in it too, because, you know, I miss traveling. I miss my family so, 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 so much. And I'm like so homesick and it's just kind of been like one of those things for me. And I'm just kind of like, I'm all kind of set right now with the way everything is going and I'm like ready for something different. Yeah. And I'm excited that as soon as everything kind of opens up, I am going to take like two, three weeks off and I want to travel and you know, we yeah. might get excited and run home. Yeah. So if you see us with real long beards and short shorts, like mm -hmm. Forrest Gump mm -hmm. and somewhere around, um, like running through Pennsylvania, just don't <laughs> slow us up. Don't get in the way because we'll run through you. <laughs> yeah. Um, ben Jewell says, what percentage of dark chocolate is too dark? I don't know, I don't man. know the mix. I don't know. I like dark chocolate. Yeah, it's fine. I used to hate it when I was little because I was introduced to milk chocolate first. And you're like, oh, this is chocolate. And then dark chocolate is like vastly different. But as an older person... Who like sometimes you want chocolate, but you still want to pretend it's good for you. Dark chocolate's real nice. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, Jingle Brads asks a, a question, but he sent us a YouTube link first. Okay. And he says, uh, how excited are you for this home robot? What is one task your home, uh, your home would you want robot to perform? Coffee, making coffee. Cleaning, but I don't know. I don't know what robot we're talking about here. Are you gonna watch the video or no? Not right this second. No. Okay. No, I'm sorry, Brad. So you can only imagine. Uh, Jack asks, uh, "How do you how do you deal with friends with big egos and gloating problems? Stop besides, <laughs> besides moving to Boston, Massachusetts, as soon as as soon as financially possible, leaving uh, leaving them in the dust." I'll tell you right now, moving to Boston won't solve all your problems. <laughs> personal experience. Um, dude, I don't know how old you are. Did they put that? Mm-mm. But it's okay to break up with friends sometimes. Even if it's not like, you never have to, you never have to be like, you're too much. I'm never talking to you again. Mm-hmm. It's stupid to speak in absolutes Yeah. at any part of yeah. your life, really. But, if you know that you're, um, you have an ongoing relationship with someone who consistently doesn't make you feel great, mm-hmm. um, I would do what we said at the beginning, like look at yourself and think, am I taking it weird or is this something they're doing? Right. And if you're cool with yourself and mm-hmm. if it's something that they're doing, break up with them for a little while, yeah. you know? And like, it's way I think if you want to, my parents were always big proponents of like, never close the door on anyone. You never know Mm -hmm. if you're going to want them in your life later on. Yeah. The, the danger to your relationship continuing, continuing on later on Mm -hmm. is when you stay in it just because you're friends and you don't take a break Mm -hmm. And you like harbor all this resentment. Mm -hmm. And then when it finally does blow up, it becomes something completely different. Right. Like your friends are the family that you choose, right? And there's no, and we've said this before on the show, like people grow out of friendships all the time and that's okay. You know, you don't have to hate that person unless they've like, you know, unless they bitch slapped your mom or something. Yeah. Don't let your friends bitch slap (laughs) your mom. Um, you know, unless they've done something absolutely terrible to you, like, you know, then maybe you could write them off. But, you know, we grow, we grow as humans, as, as, you know, as people, things change all the time for people. And, um, that's okay. It's okay to grow out of, or, um, you grow out of jeans all the time. Yeah. But if you have a fight with your jeans, it's, harder to like then you gotta like um to repair you gotta repair them mm-hmm. you know and you gotta find patches yeah, later on if that's common what you ground want. yeah but if you don't have a blow up that leads to i'm out of here yeah then it's easier for like a couple weeks months years down the line to be like how are you what's going on yeah you know it doesn't always have to get to the point where it's mm-hmm. a huge blow up for you to realize mm-hmm. that um maybe they're not meant to be your friend at this moment yeah you take breaks uh mackenzie says hi mackenzie by the way i start back at school this week and back to being right a writing tutor next week any advice for managing stress for my two favorite from my two favorite people why do you have us advice about oh never mind go ahead um (laughs) 
just take it slow. You know, like nothing needs, there's nothing that needs to be done right now unless you have to pee. That's good advice, Soy. <laughs> Everything just kind of, you know, we we put like this crazy, crazy stress on ourselves, right? And I was having this conversation with Jamie the other day. Like we tend to, you know, put this insane amount of like, pressure on ourselves when nothing needs to get done right this second. Well, sometimes you have like deadlines and stuff. Sure. Where... Sure. Yeah. But I'm saying like, <clears throat> you're already like setting yourself up Mackenzie for a stressful next two weeks. Mm. Ease back into it. School is important. Don't forget to keep your eye on your prize. Yeah. You know, and the tutoring thing, you just kind of take five minutes when you're starting to feel overwhelmed to yourself. Go take a walk. Go step outside. You know? Yeah. Give yourself a moment. It's okay. You know what's real nice sometimes? As soon as you find your pace to doing something, and that's something that takes out, it takes a long time mm -hmm. sometimes, but when you find your own pace where you're the most relaxed and most productive mm -hmm. whatever that speed is that's a great place to be yeah. and that's when you start to become like really excited about being productive and you know you could work as hard as you can and burn yourself out and that's a bummer mm -hmm. you could slack off because it sometimes it feels better to do absolutely nothing mm -hmm. and then you fall behind but when you figure out your own pace to being productive that's the, that's the best. Yeah. And you get a lot of shit done and you always feel good. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, you feel like you, you know, you earned your rest. Yeah. And, um, that to me, uh, always felt great. Yeah. I mean, I know for me with like clients and stuff, you know, always wanting to say yes, you know, for fear of losing out on something. Right. Yeah. And finding that balance of not having to always say yes and not having to just accommodate whomever, whenever. Yeah. And yeah, sure. There's still times that I do that because I can't help myself. Mm -hmm. I tend to be a people pleaser, which doesn't always work in my favor. Yeah. Um, but it's okay to say no and it's okay to step away from something that is stressing you out. Don't just leave it. If you have a deadline, meet your fucking deadline. But, you know, it's okay to get up and take a lap. Yeah. And then come back to it. Yeah. You know, make sure if you have like a favorite drink and it makes you feel good, go get that fucking soda. Yeah. Go get that like Orangina or whatever Bag it of is. sheets. Yeah, yeah. Fun size bag of sheets. Yeah. Yeah. Snickers bar. Yeah. Anything. Um, we have one here from Mike from Stratford. It says, you ever fart so bad it smells like somebody else snuck their fart into your body? Oh, my God. On that note. Sorry? It hasn't hit me yet, Mike from Stratford. Um, and I hope that it just stays on your side of the room right now. Guy with long hair asks, what name do you think any of your pets called you? Crazy. <laughs> Food. Here comes food. 
That's funny. <laughs> yeah. You guys, I think uh, I think that's it for for questions today. All right, lady. Well, thank you so much for listening. Mm-hmm. Um, really appreciate it. Again, go check out the Patreon if you're uh, interested in supporting the show. If you're interested in jumping into the Discord and uh, seeing full videos, that's the spot to do it. Um. Mike still has uh, notebooks available on DFTPA, oh, and I, I will um, I will put the link in the bottom there. Keep talking. Um, there's no more coffee. I don't know what we're gonna do about maybe we're getting a second round. At least I talked to them. We're getting at least a hundred more bags made, mm-hmm. and I think that is for sale. Now, yeah, it's, you can go on dftba.com or you can go on mikefalzone.com and just go to the I'll have a link to both, uh, in the description, yeah, and all of that. And go grab that, uh, while I keep talking, yeah. Um, you know, I just want to say thank you guys. I know that this year's off to like a really weird, funky, meh. Well, think about it like this 2020 started great, yeah, and then got terrible, yeah. So, there you go, yeah. I mean. <laughs> At least this started off terrible and maybe it's going to turn out something great. Um, You know, and it's okay to have days and be sad. And, you know, just remember that there's always somebody that you can talk to and there's always someone that, you know, is willing to listen. Um, That being said. Now would be a great time to do the uh, Golden Girls theme song thank you for being a friend travel down the road back again oh my god the tiny chef did uh the tiny chef falls asleep to golden girls all the time and my sister and i used to do that too and it was did you send that to her no i didn't you should everybody should watch the tiny chef i'm going to so this is dude i've never shown this on camera before for some reason and i want to i still want to take pictures of it so i don't want to take it completely out and i sent my other one to someone but when you go on mikefalzone.com this um this notebook set that we've been talking about i worked with dftba a lot going back and forth a lot to design this a lot a lot to design it the way we wanted to there's a pen that comes with it that looks like wood Nice thickness to the pen, has a nice roll to it. It says, write everything down. There's this band that says, uh, Mike Falzone. Let's see if I can slip these out. One of the notebooks is just a bunch of front and back. It's a bunch of our thumbnails. And then inside it's just lined like a, uh, just a regular lined notebook. Mm -hmm. There is one that has this fucking really cool, um, struggles design on it. Am I going to ruin it? Is this where I ruin it? So this is a reference to the struggle stuff. It says, uh, Bulldogs basketball, 97, 98 season, number 50. That's the number I was in high school, zero total points scored. And this one is blank. The pages are blank. So this is like the doodle. If you're more of a visual, whatever doodler, you could doodle in it. And then this one just simply says, write everything down. And there's this pencil design on it. And it's also lined like a, like a notebook. Yeah. So if I can get that, I gave my other one to Steve as a matter of fact, oh, because nice. he was telling me either on dynamic banter or right before we started that he had, um, 
he just for whatever reason just started writing stuff down his you know alana's in hawaii for like a month or whatever Mm -hmm. so he was like i just went out on the deck and i started writing stuff down and it made me feel great and i was like oh people are starting to jump on the writing stuff down train and it really does you know there's so many ideas throughout the day that you forget or you talk yourself out of because you think you don't have time and then you forget, man, we forget, you know, three times as many ideas as we think of. Mm-hmm. Just write your shit down. You never know when you're going to go back to it or if it will become something else that'll make you happy later on down the line. Mm-hmm. Even just getting feelings and thoughts out. It's fucking awesome. So if you're interested in that, uh, a lot of work and preparation went into them and they're available on mikefelsno.com or dftba.com. And I would love it if you... uh So part of our $10 Patreon perks is that you get a shout out and that goes a lily something like this. Uh, M. Somerville. Uh, Benjamin Brooks. That one song movies by Alien Ant Farm. Chris Fernandez. (laughs) Burrow Babes. Johnny Rosito. Handcrafted necktie. Neckwear. Sorry, not necktie. (laughs) CC, PB&J, Reese Carnes, Stevie, Adam Strong, Human, Real Guy, Human, Real Guy, Real Guy, Human, Real Man, Real Guy, Adam Sharnow, uh, Chili Filson, Emily Paget, Steph, Tyler Swanson, Lizzie Love, Gavin Welsh, Crossed Up, Yuck Nasty, Emily Buck, Tomato Squeezer, Jackie Ham, Cassidy Ford, Guy with Long Hair, James Blair, Clock Ten, uh, Pickle Juice Johnson. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> that was my favorite uh, pitcher in the 20s. Uh, Andrew Vanderhelm, Happy Birthday Chris, Anna Vallis, Oops, Just Dale, Ankles Broken. Uh, Jason Perryman, Benjamin Putz, Marcus Oreo, Justin, the trash can, a trash can, Justin, a trash can, just in a trash can, just in a trash can. Pretty good. Okay. Uh, Matthew Creason, Lexi Parler, Parlier, uh, Marquise Cruz, Beth Bush, Micah Colbins, Coblins. I'm never gonna get it right. I'm so sorry. Uh, uh, Snuggle Pig H. Shaylin O'Mara, uh, Laura M. Suarez, Ryan Ashbrook, Corey Griffiths, Frederick M. Brethson, Taylor, Christina Camille, Mills Nyquest, Belinda Allen, Erwin Yavier, uh, Sleepy Boy, uh, Jonathaney, Sleepy Boy, Kadat, Josh Steppen, Michael Johnson, uh, Sydney Trombetta, Joseph Dilcox, Ky- uh, Kayla Johnson, Ed Herrera, uh, Jules Run, Faith Borga, Grant Levisure, Chad Clark, Kendall Marie, Joe Finney, Heather Ashley, What is Cat, Bailey and Garrett Kirkendall, Luke Bodine, Katie Taylor, Zoya is more famous than Mike. Okay. Thank you, Kent. Mackenzie. Um, Gabrielle Silco, Shane Welsh, uh, Jacob Alvi, uh, Siobhan Fenty, uh, Evan Canoe. Good Humans Pod, Milky Beans, Antler. Antler. Why do I keep saying Antler? Just Enright, whatever. Lillian Carrillo, Luke Drake, uh, Hannah McCary, Magnus Silva, Barrington Lloyd Lovett, Benjamin Fuchs, Chelsea Thomas, Bryden Cloughsmith, Logan Snyder, Emily Borky, Jacob D. Bradford, Justine Johnson, Chris Robinson, 
Kristen Kane, Just Josh, Star Sergeant Sparty, Ed Birch, Wandering G Bear, Helen Ford, Noah Miller, Superfloss, Tatiana Clay, Tatana, Tat uh, Danielle D. Verona, John Robinson, Katie A., Sean Stone, Valerie York, Scott Harrington, Motherfucking. Okay. Yeah, Motherfucking is pretty good. Uh, Jesse Stillwell. I mean, I don't know how good motherfucking is, but Stop that. I love saying it. Um, Katie Lee G. Katie Lee G. Did I say Jesse Stillwell? I'm going to yep. say it again. There he is. Bab again. Uh, Don Bjork. Nestor DeLeon III. Dara McGrath. Luis Hernandez. Monique Quistorf. Troy R. Felicia Shambari. And Matthew J. Palka. And it's Shambari, not Shambari. One day. You guys, one day, I will get everyone's name right. <laughs> you guys, thank you so much for listening. We love you, and I hope you guys enjoyed the show this week. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. It's always very nice talking to you. I hope you have a great day. Thank you. You too. And that goes for all of you out there, you yeah. fucks. Sorry this is a little bit late, but truly hope you have a great day. Yeah. It's the beginning of what's going to be a good year. Yeah. No promises, but that's where our head is at. Happiness is a choice. Remember that. Yes. Happiness is a choice. <laughs> Bye, guys.